So we see an amazing phenomenon the world over in all times, in all places, and that is that every single one of us believes naturally in our state of nature, wholeheartedly, that we are correct and that we know ultimately what is true and what is right. Even if we concede that we're not experts in a given subject area, uh, we ultimately, we believe in our wisdom, we believe in our reason, and, and that we really truly understand. And we see that this extends to everybody, the people that have not the slightest uh, ounce of any kind of uh, education, the, the people that uh, uh, say that they are uh, something like uh, maybe crackers bouncing around on the moon, or Napoleon, or, or uh, the Queen of England, long live the Queen, right? to every single person it extends, to, to little children, to, to, uh, to elderly individuals. So how do we explain this uh, uh, phenomenon? One thing to say, uh, the obvious thing is, oh, we're so... Uh, kind of clueless. We're not even aware of how clueless we are. Excuse me. And just to say that, um, you know, the usual criticism, oh, we're so rotten, we're so stupid, by we meaning humanity, all that kind of stuff. But uh, something that we may do well to consider uh, is that uh, phenomenon that are seen in all times, in all places, in all peoples, uh, in all individuals altogether, we probably ought not to dismiss them so lightly and say, oh, it's all a mistake. Every single person that has ever lived and continues to live who's convinced that he or she is right and ultimately knows the truth is wrong. All right? Only I'm right who, who, re who recognizes that. Right? It's like those T-shirts, uh, the people that think they know everything annoy those of us that actually do. Something like that. So we have to be really suspicious before making things like that or making, excuse me, statements like that because uh, we see what we do that they have a, a, a habit of making self-serving statements by and large. So what's an alternative here? Is there any chance that this intuition might in some ways be right? And if so, how can it be right? So we can take perhaps two angles here. One of them is to say that we tend to think that uh, there's a, a world and there's a, a reality uh, of things, uh, the math, uh, the, the globe, all the animals, the insects, the stars, the, uh, all the, the countries, the planets, the, the concepts, the ideas, you know, the banks, countries, uh, the society, justice, peace, all these things. And they're just there. And each and every person is uh, kind of there in the world uh, and uh, and we all have a latitude and longitude uh, as we understand and that's the most defining feature i'm here you're there somebody else is over there and we're all in the world but if we kind of are very careful with what we say and uh, and how we think about it we see that from my own point of view i am a subject i am everything that i've ever known <laughs> or conceived obviously and consequently, every single thing has to come across to me as what I call an object, including, in fact, what I identify as myself, ultimately, my identity and my mind and all of this. But well, everything has to come across to me as an object. And consequently, we would say that far from the world simply being there, whatever that's supposed to mean, each world has to take root and develop in each individual mind or in each individual life experience. It's not to clear what we would mean there by mind or life experience, but just to get the point. The way that we experience it, uh, it has to take root and develop in each individual, uh, to put it broadly. Right? Meaning, I'm a baby and I cannot say that really, truly, the world still for me exists. Uh, all the countries and all the, the universe and the stars and the institutions and the ideas and the concepts, it all really exists, but I just don't know about it. 
uh, or whatever that's supposed to mean, right? Because how do we negate something without referencing it? We would simply say, I have a given baby world. What I have is what I have. At a certain age, I can recognize some faces. So that enters into my world, uh, heat, cold, hunger. Thirst, that's in my world, right? I'm a little kid. Now I know about a couple of things that has entered into my world. And then hopefully more and more things enter into our world, uh, into my world. And I and my world expands. And it can keep expanding and expanding indefinitely as far as we understand. At least if I have the potential. Excuse me. To keep expanding. So consequently, we see that it really is the case, certainly as it appears, that we know 100% of what we know. Meaning... My world is exactly what it is, and it's 100% of what it is. So consequently, I can be forgiven if I have the intuition, (laughs) the feeling that I know everything there is to know, because I do. I do know everything there is to know as it concerns anything and everything I've ever known. Meaning, I want to say, but not really, because there's more, there's an external world. But again, it has to come to me. It has to come to me. Everything that there is that I've ever had any kind of relation with, it has to come to me. And, and, and if something new comes to me, I see something new I haven't yet seen. I hear of something new I haven't yet heard of. That's great, right? But then it's an addition. It, it expands that 100%, right? But it's still always 100%. Uh, now, I may have the, the intuition that there's certain things I know that I don't know. For example, I can ask uh, what is 789 times 853. And without a calculator, I kind of know that there could be an answer there, but I don't know it. But still, whatever I know right now is exactly what I know. So we see that this there, there's a real good source for this intuition that we all have. I know everything there is to know because I do. I do know everything there is to know. So what is the, the, the kind of the... Uh, what you might call the the thing we're missing here is that be, it, it, that that is the case as we understand it, and yet there are other worlds and there's other potential knowledge that we do not yet have, but we cannot experience it. So we have to understand on an intellectual level that uh, uh, there are uh, uh, there's more to know, and that there's other. Uh, uh, minds that know in absolute terms much more than I know. So, for example, I know 2 plus 2 is 4. 5 times 5 is 25. That's the only two things I know. I know 100% of the math that I know. I know everything there is to know about math from my point of view, right? And yet, I can grant still intellectually that the my math teacher, I'm a little kid, let's say my math teacher knows hopefully at least some additional things. And consequently, in absolute terms, I do not know everything there is to know about math. In relative terms, I do. But because this requires that additional self-consciousness and that, that additional kind of discipline to remind ourselves that it's very, very easy to forget. And no matter who I am, no matter how little comparatively I know to somebody else, I feel that I know everything. I've read one book about history. I know 100% of everything that I know about history. So that I have that feeling. I know everything there is to know about history. I have to discipline myself. To say, uh, there's a person that maybe read two books on history, three books. There's a professional historian who really can blow me away with his or her history knowledge. Right? I know uh, a little bit about um, uh, uh, f- farming. I just started. Right? So I know 100% of everything I know about farming. And I have that feeling. I know everything. Yet, uh, there's, there's the, the master farmer that's been at it for a long time that knows in absolute terms much, much more than I do. Well, farming, I have to remind myself this. Right? So we see, again, in, in tangible terms, uh, a, a person, uh, let's say, starts working out and lifts 
a, a tiny little bit of weight off of the ground, maybe 50 pounds off of the ground. And yet this is the most that a person has ever lifted. Let's say it's 100% of everything the person has lifted. So a person uh, uh, automatically has that, that vanity and that confidence. Look, I, I've, lifted, I, I've lifted every weight that I can possibly lift that I've ever lifted, right? So it takes a little bit of time when a person begins to say, Play a sport or do something physical to understand that's just in, uh, relative. In absolute terms, there's always a bigger fish. There's somebody who can lift more than me and somebody who can lift more than them and so forth and so on. Unless I have uh, reached the world record in, in, in every lift or in a given lift. And fine, for the time being, until somebody comes and takes my place, nobody can lift more than me. All right, a person learns to fight a little bit and learns maybe a little bit of boxing and now is, is walking with his or her chin held. Very high, because now I know 100% of the boxing that I know, right? I don't know about anybody else. Nobody else exists except myself to myself and my abilities. So I'm walking around with my chin held high, right? So I have to be reminded that's only relative. In absolute terms, there's somebody better and better and better unless I'm the heavyweight but champion boxer of the world. Then we, uh, for all intents and purposes, for the time being, while I keep my crown, we say I'm the best. But unless I'm that, so there's, uh, there's a bigger fish. So it's the same thing when it comes to knowledge. We have to discipline ourselves uh, to, to counteract that, that intuition because whereas with something like boxing, we'll, we'll learn soon enough, uh, or, or with strength, that we'll learn soon enough that there's, there's always bigger fish. With mental things, we may never learn because we're shut, out, uh, shut, it, shut it out. Right? We don't want to know that somebody knows more than us, that somebody knows better than us. Uh, it will be too humbling. It will be too uh, kind of uh, intimidating. So we'd rather not know about it. And consequently, we shut down. Excuse me. We shut down our own uh, development. If we have the, the, uh, the feeling that somebody uh, has more knowledge or wisdom than us, we, we sometimes we don't even want to hear. Far from learning from them, far from saying, please uh, teach me something, being receptive and open. No, 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 I don't want to hear. I don't want to even entertain the possibility that somebody is better than me. So we need to counteract that or we're going to be stuck with the 100% of what, what, what we know, but it'll be... Very, very relative and not at all absolute. And we're not going to grow in, in our absolute knowledge. So one more thing here that can account for this intuition uh, is that we see that um, it's a little bit more maybe subtle and not entirely clear. But we see, let's say that we do something such as move. Is movement, the concept uh, that, that we call movement, is that something that originated with our own body? Right? Like, I made up movement. We would say, no, <laughs> movement was around before my body, uh, and it'll be around after, and it applies, and, and is uh, you, you seen in many different instances. Right? So, consequently, a way to frame it might be that I partake in movement. If I have the capacity, I can partake in it. I can uh, make, a, uh, make it my own for the time being while I can. For example, I can move my arm, my leg, things like that. Move around, right? Or, let's say, something like math. Did I make up that 2 plus 2 is 4? Is the fact that 2 plus 2 is 4, is that consigned to my neurons or to something in between my skull? I would say no. It was 2 plus 2 or it was 4, excuse me, uh, before I, there was a skull that I call my own before and, and it will be so after and, and in all cases. So consequently, uh, a way to put it also, likewise might be that I partake in math. I don't make it up. I take, uh, I partake in it, right? And while I, uh, insofar as I can, uh, know something mathematical, I partake in it, right? And the same thing would say I partake in the idea of truth or justice or peace or love or something like this. It doesn't originate with me. It's not like, oh, it's, it's right there on the, the MRI machine in between your skull. That's where love is. That's where justice is. That's where truth is. That's where math is. No, I would say I partake in it. Using the resources I have, we understand I have to have a, a somewhat functioning 
uh, uh, what we call brain, but uh, I partake in it. The same thing, I have to have a somewhat functioning body, to, to, but I partake in motion. Uh, it's something that is not, the concept didn't originate, nor will it end with my particular body. So extending this to, to what we're talking about, we might say that we partake in, in reasoning. We partake in, in, in what we call logic. And it's not consigned to us. It didn't start with us and it won't end with us. And the reasoning that we partake in, by definition, cannot itself be corrupted or skewed. Meaning, let's say uh, we're considering something such as the uh, statement such as that A equals B, B equals C, A equals C. Is the fact that A equals C, is this consigned to us as individuals? Because I have nice eyelashes or cute eyes or nice hair or I'm a, I have a certain personality, that is why if A equals B and B equals C, A equals C, A equals C. That's why. No, that's not why. I partook in it. That's the way I have to reason if I do reason. Right? If I do reason, that's the way I have to reason. So the idea would be reason is, is singular. Logic and, and, and possible lines of thinking are singular. They're not dependent on, on, oh, I have a special nose or special shoes, and that's why I think like this. And that is why we see, in fact, that we can reason with anybody on the planet, uh, uh, with any person whatsoever, no matter their background, and in fact, even no matter their mental health. We can talk to a person that has been raised in a culture as far from our own as we can possibly imagine, and further, a person in that culture who is as uh, tragically uh, uh, mentally uh, ill as, as we can imagine and yet we can still reason with that person insofar as any reasoning is possible at all maybe the person won't speak refuses to speak maybe the person cannot be communicated with whatsoever will not respond sure then we can't test it out but if the person can communicate if they'll respond to what we say uh, not only to, to the uh, discombobulated words, which is actually frequently the problem, but in, in, in attempted reasoning and really attempt the, the person really attempts to answer what we're saying, we will see that it's the very same reasoning that we have. That person can also only say that A equals C, if A equals B and B equals C. can also say A equals C. So we see that a way perhaps to frame it, again, it's rather abstract and not so clear, but maybe a way to think about it is that there's a single reason, there's a single reason that we have to partake in, just like a single reality of two and two being four, a single concept of motion that we partake in, single personal ideas, such as peace, truth, justice, whatever the case may be. Excuse me, there's a single reason that we partake in, and consequently, we have the correct intuition that that reason cannot in fact be skewed and cannot be corrupted and is always perfect because again, we see under any conditions of any kind of mental health, under any cultures, under any circumstances, if whatever reason we actually use, that's not just words, we can say again, unconnected uh, terms, blah, 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 the, the queen, uh, tree, high, uh, sky, whatever, right? So that's not reasoning. That's just sounds. But any argument that we make under any circumstance, it has to be uh, taken advantage of the very same single reason. Or now we're, we're exploring the possibility of that notion. All right, so consequently, again, we have the correct intuition that the reason cannot be uh, messed up. So what's the idea? The idea is that we're messed up. Meaning, uh, we're so self-interested. We're so sunk in our selfishness and in our moral corruption that we use perfect reason that, that is always right to so say. And we use it to, to uh, for self-serving ends uh, by manipulating the sentences that we say to exculpate ourselves. Right, so uh, uh, we see here again further. There's a reason why we all have the intuition that that we're correct. Not only do we know 100% of what we know, excuse me, but the reason that we have access to is 
is, is itself. It's great. It's, it's perfect. It's exactly what it can be. So the, the, the key then is the first thing we send right through. Become aware of our relative, uh, of our absolute ignorance. Relative, we know, relatively speaking, we know everything about everything that we know, 100% of it. But in absolute terms, we know less than very many other people. And those people know less than people in the future will hopefully know and then, then what is possible to know. And second of all, uh, we remind ourselves that despite my reason being great, I can reason, absolutely, because there's a single reason. Uh, uh, My use of it is contingent on my uh, ethical level. It's contingent on my uh, uh, selflessness and my objectivity and on me uh, using uh, the, the reason to further my own perfection and development as opposed to using it to make myself feel good, exculpating myself and all of this. If I stop having a, a corrupted outlook, if I stop being morally corrupted, whatever reason I have, it w- I will be as, as maybe a genius as anybody because there's a single reason. And if I use it without, if I use it selflessly, if I don't use it for my own uh, 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 kind of uh, these, ne- my own narrow ends, I can reason all day long about anything, exactly as anybody else can. Again, maybe we would say there's, there's, uh, there's, uh, it's, it's, it's easier for some people to form concepts than others, and, and some people have a talent for math, this and that. But in principle, whatever I can reason about, if I do it without uh, being subjective, I'll use that same reason. So that's the idea. There's a reason for uh, our feeling that we know everything and we're always right because there's a truth to it. But if we uh, remind ourselves perhaps of these things, hopefully we will uh, be able to um, kind of uh, counteract uh, th- those intuitions where they're to our detriment and, and really kind of step up to the plate as it concerns our, our knowledge and reason. So we can think about it. Thank you for listening.